0: As you get closer to retirement, you wanna pull back anyways. You don't need to be in these higher risk investments, typically, uh, everybody's got a different risk tolerance, but you know the, the rule of thumb is the older we get, the less percentage of our dollars should be invested in the market, because again, that you don't have that time on your side. So there are a lot of other options out there to not just sit in cash and make nothing, but actually a, a make a decent return as well without taking on the risk of the market. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen.
1: Thanks for joining us on another edition of the Retirement Reality Podcast, along with Mike Coyan and I am Ben George. Thanks for joining us. we got a great show today. We're talking about the market crash, and is it coming? What's it going to look like? Should we be concerned? A lot of different things. We'll get Mike's thought on that. Everybody's got an opinion, so we want to hear what Mike thinks about it, and we'll do that here in a little bit. But let me welcome Mike in, and Mike, what's new with you?
0: <laughs> uh, it's a good day here, Ben. Summer's coming to an end, and fall is here, so... Looking forward to this new season, and I, I think I, I said it last time, football season is here, so it's a good time.
1: I hear you guys are moving offices.
0: Yeah, one of our locations. Yeah, we're just outgrew our space. We're about tripling our size, and so we're just in the process here of getting everything finalized over there, and and hopefully we'll just keep growing. That's a good sign, and and we have a, a lot bigger space that we're going to be there for for several years uh, to service our clients and have the opportunity to even bring more advisors on to help clients as well.
1: Congratulations, that's exciting news. How long were you in the space that you're currently in, your old office? Uh,
0: four years. Um, four years in this space and I had another space year prior over that but you know, we've doubled our size from the last space to this one, now we're tripling our size and I also have another location that I didn't have five years ago. And we're looking to <laughs> double to triple that size as well.
1: That's exciting. So if you don't know, obviously the, the office in Hudson, but they also have an office in Woodbury, Minnesota and, and Mike and his team at Principal Preservation Services, services, all that, that area, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Western Wisconsin. So reach out to them. If you're in that area, looking for help with your finances, your retirement plan, investment decisions, they can help you with all that. You can find them online as well at principalpreservationservices.com. All right, let's begin with our mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Okay, so first question comes from Andrew. And remember, you can submit your questions to us on PrincipalPreservationServices.com. You can also connect on Facebook or you can call Mike and give him the question there. And If he likes it, he can bring it to the show and and we can ask it here. It's That number is 855-987-8888. So Andrew asks, should I work with a younger financial advisor with less experience or somebody who's my age, but might retire at the same time I do?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. It's really kind of loaded and everybody's situation is different in you know, what you're looking for. So I understand somebody right out of college and they're you know, 22, 23 years old and you know they want to manage your half a million dollars, million dollar portfolio. You're like, what kind of experience do you have? You still, you still live at home or you just <laughs> moved out last week. Um, I get that. Yeah, you, I think it's you want to have somebody who's actually had some experience. And I understand, I think it's important to be working with somebody a little bit younger because as you're in retirement, that's really when you're going to need even more hands-on and, and different strategies in place. Because well, you're working, you're busy. And I understand we request clients who are currently working right now to have you know, at least a few meetings a year, but based off their schedule, they just don't have that time as much as we encourage it. But once you're retired, now it's like, okay, I have this bucket of money. We have to make this money last. Let's get serious now. And you want to have somebody who's actually experienced and who's going to be there through... A good part of your retirement, and if they're not going to be there, make sure you're choosing an advisor that has a good succession plan or a team involved. So, yeah, you know, even if advisor A retires, you, know, you still have advisors B, C, D, and just going on and on. And that's what I'm looking to do as well. At you know 47, I've got a good 20 years left in this industry. Uh, maybe even a little more, but I have younger advisors that I'm training in and they're under the, in the ranks, as, as you would say, and we're bringing more advisors on as well. So, you know, my legacy is not just me. My legacy is what we leave behind and, and it's that, that same mentality and, and model is going to keep going on. So when our, our clients retire and, as their kids come on board as clients as well, that it's going to be the same model.
1: Is that a question that I should be uh, hesitant to ask if I was thinking about using an advisor that might be older than me? Like, Hey, what's your succession plan? What, what do you plan to do after you retire? And who will handle me going forward?
0: That's a great question. I okay. think it's a, it's a valid question you should be asked when you're interviewing an advisor. And I get that asked every once in a while. What, you know, you know, what is your your plan? And I think that's great that people are thinking ahead like that. And I have had a few people come to me. They said, well, the problem I'm leaving my advisor is because A, he's looking to retire or he's, he's a couple years older than me. And uh, I know he hasn't said it yet, but it's going to happen. And we want somebody who we can deal with in retirement. So again, if it's an older advisor, make sure just they have a succession plan or a team in place. If, if they're kind of a one- you know, one man operation, a Lone Ranger type operation, I would be concerned.
1: Gotcha. Hope that answered your question, Andrew. Our second one comes from Elizabeth and she says, Mike, I'm retiring in six months and I'm worried about what will happen if we have a market crash before I get to the finish line. Do you think I'll be okay for the next six months?
0: Well, that's the worst time for you to take a hit is actually right before or right at retirement. Um, And how deep you go will, will determine, How will that affect your retirement? You know, the good thing for the people who who have retired in the last five six years, they haven't experienced a down market for for a long time. The last you know bubble we had is the real estate bubble from October two thousand seven to March oh nine. But if you look back, the S and P five hundred lost fifty seven percent in that seventeen month window. Wow yeah so it was a it was a deep drop and a fast drop but it takes time to get your money back and it doesn't come back in a day it doesn't come you know if it took a year and a half roughly to go down um actually it took 49 months to recover so when if that's without making contributions so if you're not touching the money and you've had the same risk as the s p you're looking at about a five and a half year window of not touching your money and that's not acceptable, I believe, for most people in retirement. Most people can't afford that. So, yeah, I think it's a good uh, concern that uh, Elizabeth has. And I would definitely look into taking less risk on right now. If you have money set aside for a guaranteed retirement today, what are, what's the whole point of risking it for a possible 5 10 15% upside in the market, but you could lose so much more?
1: elizabeth thank you for your question and if you have any questions send them in at principalpreservationservices.com and we'll try to feature them right here on the show but elizabeth's question takes us right into our main topic today and that's on what a mark the next market crash might look like i mean it depends on who you talk to and who you ask but some people think we're on the on the cusp of that next market crash others predict may maybe just a minor correction Uh, will come as our next step. And then others think we're going to continue this upward trend for a little while. So we don't know who's right or who's wrong, but we want to get Mike's opinion on this and kind of get an idea of what he thinks this next thing is going to look like. So got a few questions for you, Mike. And the first one is, you probably get a lot, right? I mean, is this a question that you get asked, hey, when's that next market crash coming? (laughs)
0: I wish I knew. If if I knew that that date, I I'd uh, probably uh, doing a lot better than I am. I mean, we're, we're doing great, but to predict things like that, we just the problem is we know it's going to happen sometime. You know, the downturn is going to happen. It's not a matter of if it will; it's just a matter of when will it happen. And that's a big question mark that we have because we're the longest bull run in history ever, you know, dating back to 1932, where they they measured all the the down markets. And, you know, right now, this up market, you know, down and up markets, you know, we're the longest bull run in history. The average bull run is about five years and we're 10 and a half. So uh, that's alarming. And we know in this 10 and a half years, this economy hasn't been perfect. So even with that, there's a lot lot of concern. And so, yeah, that's a question we get asked quite a bit. And as you get older, we tend to, you know, as your accounts grow, and you've seen you know what happened in the last bubble and how they've recovered and now you're making up some really good gains now people are like i don't know if i can afford to take so much you know risk because why you're 10 11 years older than you were you know from the last bubble and you're either retired or getting close to it now you have to change your way of thinking
1: and i'm sure the follow up question to that is okay so maybe you don't know when it's going to happen but when it does happen should we plan for it to be as severe as 2008? I always say you, you hope for
0: the best, plan for the worst. So that's when it comes to planning. We shouldn't predict anything light by any means. You know, we can only uh, do our best on the planning side. But, you know, I'm looking at a book here on my bookshelf here, Robert Schiller. He uh, wrote a book here a couple of years ago called Irrational Exuberance. You know, he did a history you know, kind of lesson in the book and, and studying past bear markets, down markets. And he says they typically go in trends of three. And usually the third one is the deepest. And we haven't seen our the third bubble of this last bubble. The tech bubble was the first one. The real estate bubble was the second one. And the next bubble he, he expects and predicts will mm. be even worse than the last one. So he's a very uh, respected person in the financial industry, Robert Schiller. He's won the uh, Nobel Prize in itself. So I would listen if Robert Schiller is is making note of that himself.
1: Yeah, that's a really scary thought if it's more significant than it has been before. I think most people are hoping that 2008 was worst case scenario, but maybe that's not the case. So for people that are worried about that and, and worried about the next market crash, does it make sense for them to just pull their money out of the market completely and wait until they feel better about things?
0: Well, you have to do what you have to do, it. I'm not here to, you know, give you the advice right now. But there have been a lot of people. I, I've had stories of clients coming to my office that, you know, they were with their previous advisor before the last correction. They and they told their advisor, "Hey, we think the market's going down." This is 2007. Their advisor says, "No, I don't. I don't foresee that happening. Just stay strong, stay the course." And they didn't listen, and they just pulled their money into cash positions, anyways. And uh, we saw. What happened? So they made the right decision. So if you feel in that gut, I'm not here to say you know what your your gut feelings are, but pulling some money aside, and I always say it's you know bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. You've heard that. Well. As you get closer to retirement, you want to pull back, anyways. You don't need to be in these higher risk investments. Typically, uh, everybody's got a different risk tolerance, but you know the the rule of thumb is: the older we get, the less percentage of our dollars should be invested in the market, because again, that you don't have that time on your side. So there are a lot of other options out there to not just sit in cash and make nothing, but actually uh, make a decent return as well without taking on the risk of the market.
1: We're talking about what the next market crash might look like, even if we don't know when it's going to come. So how do you protect your clients, Mike, from a market downturn without just moving their investments into cash?
0: Yeah, Uh, a couple of things we do. We we really put together a distribution strategy for our clients, which is key because most people have never even heard about that. We're taught and brainwashed in this industry. The clients are in this industry brainwashed by saying, You get enough money, it should last you. Hang in there, be long term. We hear all these, you know, these old sayings the market always comes back. You know what? I said the market could come back, but you're taking distributions out, your dollars might not come back. So, what we do is a couple things. I'm also the, uh, I'm the owner, founder of Principal Preservation Services, where we we use safe investments for our clients. But we're also I'm the co-owner of Principal Wealth Services, which is investment management as well. So what we do on the investment management side, and I have uh, you know other advisors that work with me on that side, and we actually can do some loss mitigation strategies. So as things get volatile in the market your money's actually pulled out of the market and put into short-term treasuries to limit losses because you can never eliminate losses in the market, but it's actively managed. And I asked people, I said, if you have these mutual funds or you have this account with your advisors, what are they doing in the down market? Well, they said, nothing, they're just holding steady. I said, well, what we do different is our clients are actually moved into short-term treasuries as things get volatile, so you can't bottom out. You can't take the full risk of the loss and uh, But when things uh, become to improve, you go back in. So that's what we do on the managed side of, of things in our, our office. But also there's a good part we believe you can put into some safe investments. You can keep up and beat inflation. And 95% of these have no fees. And so they're designed to get a nice moderate return, a percentage of the upside. It's a contract that you get a percentage of the upside of the market with no losses. So when we're helping clients, we're We're actually putting about, you know, just say your IRAs, if you have uh, half a million dollars and if it's all in the market today and and you can lose 30%, if we have a downturn, now you're down to $350,000. What if you have to take out $25,000 in in withdrawals to supplement your retirement? Well, now you're down to three hundred twenty five grand. So how we usually structure it with our clients is we split your IRAs into two, uh, risk and non-risk. Our risk has some loss mitigation protection for it and our non-risk, has some nice moderate returns with no losses. The worst you can do is zero. Now, if the market goes down 30%, half your money can't lose at all. The other half can only go down probably at maybe at the worst 20%. So now it just protects your money. And now you're down to... Two hundred thousand. One account, two hundred fifty. The other. Worst case, you're at four hundred fifty thousand, as opposed to the three fifty. So, as you're taking withdrawals out, we want to make sure you take the withdrawals out of the right account as well, so you're not locking in losses. We all know we don't want to sell our house in a down market. We don't want our clients to sell your investments out in a down market as well. It's really the key to making your money last in retirement.
1: Yeah, I think just hearing all that, Mike, <laughs> I'm like if I try to do this on my own, I think I would be in a pretty bad situation because you don't know how many different (laughs) options you have to protect your money. I mean, a lot of times you just think, okay, I can be really risky when it's a great market and I I can be, you know, very aggressive. But if it's not, I got to pull everything out. But there's a lot of middle ground there that you guys can help people work with.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a big mistake people make is they're trying to time the market. It's so uh, almost impossible to time the market. Uh, The key is, Having a plan in place that you know over time it's going to be fruitful for you and stay the course on that. Now, when I say, you know, if you have a plan in place, I'll say most people who come in here from their investments where they're at, they don't have a plan. They have a pile of investments, but no plan. And the key is once you get that plan established, designed for you, that what we'll do for our clients now you can have that peace of mind and you don't. Have, you can take that guessing game out. And really in retirement, there's some people who want to manage their own money, but that's, we're talking about maybe 1% of the population who really enjoy that and try to do it themselves. You know, when I'm on vacation, I wanna be enjoying vacation, enjoying life. Right. Not looking over all the accounts and having to keep your laptop in front of you or look at your phone every five to 15 minutes.
1: Well, if you want peace of mind and uh, the opportunity to enjoy your free time and not worry about it, Mike's team is there to help you at Principal Preservation Services. You can find them online at principalpreservationservices.com. You can call them as well at 855-987-8888. you have offices in Woodbury, Minnesota, and then Hudson, a new office coming in Hudson, Wisconsin, so be sure to check that out, a beautiful new space. They'll be opening up. But, Mike, I think the bottom line is you know, whether or not you anticipate personally, as an investor, a market crashes or head or you're a little uncertain about the future, the best thing to do is just sit down with a professional and really try to lay out a plan so you don't have to worry the first sign of that downturn comes.
0: I agree. It's really hard for somebody who's not in this daily, you know, putting your hours in every day to see everything that could possibly happen. So get together with somebody you trust or interview that right person. So you find, you know, you get that plan put together.
1: Well, if you missed anything on this episode or previous episodes, you can log on to PrincipalPreservationServices.com. Also, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcasting platform you choose to use. We also, in the show notes, put timestamps on a lot of the bigger points. So if you want to go back and listen to Mike's strategies on maybe preparing yourself for a crash and what he might recommend, go back and listen to that or skip around. Wherever you want to in the episode, it's all right there in the show notes. So check those out as well. So, Mike, thanks for your time. Appreciate the perspective on this this topic. It's not one we want to talk about, but it's an important <laughs> one. It is. That'll do it for us on the Retirement Reality Podcast. Check out Mike online at principal preservation services.com. And always subscribe to the podcast when you have the chance. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.